What's up and welcome to Two Balls, One Puck, where we talk about the Buffalo Bills, Sabres, and the Baboo Nork Nankies, or the Ultimate Baboreals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Family Guy reference. Yeah, my name is Tommy. Did I say that already? You did not. Oh, I'm Tommy. I'm here with my brothers, Joey and Jacob, and it's uh, July 2nd, 2023. Um, it's late at night. And Joey's cranky because she's had a long day. Tell us about When's it, Joey. the last time you woke up before 5 a.m.? Like, for the day. Exactly. You Ooh. probably never have. Have That's you ever? Just, yes, okay. I have. Name it. When? I've woken up before 5 a.m. for hockey games and for road trips. Did before. you sleep in the car on the way? Dude, I drove one time. I drove to, um, when Jenny and I drove to Florida for vacation, mm. nightmare. Never doing that again. Gun in my mouth. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jacob, mm. you just had a long drive. 18 hours in the car yesterday, yeah. I'm allowed to be cranky. Um, it's I slept in the car, by the way. We, we like, crashed. Oh, yeah. Congrats. We stopped in. Uh, so you just confirmed my point. We yes, stopped. you woke up at, before 5 a.m., but you slept, so it doesn't count. I've had a long weekend. <laughs> I work in the food industry where the 4th of July weekend is a... Bear, uh, probably the biggest uh, weekend of the year. And so for some, relaxation and rest is not what it is for me. So I'm tired. I'm allowed to be cranky. And uh, you're going to have to deal with it. Jacob, we missed you. So how bad. Was, how was, <laughs> I just, how was no, Georgia? No, I missed you for real. Like, I missed you for real. I missed you as well. I, I Georgia was awesome for the most part. It was hot, and I don't do heat well. We all grew up on the ice and we're used to just being cold. It's just a reality. Like, we are used to being cold. You know how Western New York is just iced over. It's like the Antarctica of the West, East Coast. Western New York, yeah. So it was just hot and sunny. I did not get sunburned. I wore 70 SPF. I reapplied every 80 minutes. Did you have a timer on your phone? Well, I was indoors even. It was not a joke. That is what I did. Jacob, out of our entire seven child families, for sure, the most easily burned. Uh... I'm up there now, dude. I don't know what happened to me over my he got in soft. my old age, but uh, I used to tan like like um, a golden god, and now <laughs> and now I burn like a hermit crab. We're crab people. This We're isn't a starter car, Tommy. <laughs> it's a finisher car. That is four or five references of in. His- in like 30 seconds there. From, yeah. uh, Shout oh, out, It's Always Sunny Philadelphia. One of our favorite shows. We quote it so So often. this podcast, we do talk about sports as well. Yeah. And uh, so we can start talking about sports if you want. I do one, can. the one more Western New York thing that yeah. I wanted to say is um, we had a get to- family get together yesterday. And uh, which neither of you guys are at because Joey's too busy and Jacob was gone. I was in Virginia at the time. And uh, I was working. Anyway, the meal we had, the spread we had was the most Western New York meal you could have possibly asked for. Can I guess? And we're very Italian. You know, normally we have, it's pasta. Nine times out of ten, we're having some form of pasta, right? Can I guess the meal? Sure. Beef on wick? Yeah. Chicken wings? Chicken wing dip. Okay, close. Basically. And is there anything more like Western New York? No, and pizza. Okay. But, I mean, yeah, beef on wax. like a really Western New York thing. I didn't know that. Dude, yeah, it doesn't I, exist we, other places. We just grew up eating it all the time. Yeah. So I had a guy uh, at the ice arena um, recently, that, or like, like semi-recently I was talking to, and he was asking if you could get food anywhere. I'm like, yeah, you should go upstairs and get a really good beef on wax. He's like, what? <laughs> well, if you don't know, it doesn't sound appealing. If you've never so had good, bro. beef on wax, you should try it out. It's honestly, and if you have had it, have it again, Joey. I've right a, I've actually I've asked you genuinely to teach me to cook it before. I and make I know a it's not fantastic hard. beef. On I know it's not hard to make, right? And I want to make it myself. I don't make it myself enough, so I really want you to show me. We can do it together. Okay. What do you put in your whack? The whack is the roll. <laughs> I'm aware. It's and that's the best part. I'm the salt. The saltier Are the roll, the better. You an extra salt guy. I'm salty. I don't know, man. You know There's a certain about? level of salt the on the Yankees. whack roll, dude. 
that if you bite it, same thing with like a soft pretzel. If you get in one of those soft pretzels and you just have you're like crunching on the big pieces of salt, that's not my. No, thing. I love that more the more the merrier. If I just taste salt, I'm good. Well, that's why my heart rate's at 48 and yours is at 84. The Yankees just not stay. true. Let's do Yankees first today. Yeah, not I'm, true. I'm hot on Yanks. Jacob, why are you hot on the Yankees? Tell me. The Yankees just concluded a six-game road trip against two teams at the very last place in their respective divisions. What was the the, uh, combined record that I sent? I just texted you guys. Their combined record of Oakland and St. Louis was 58 and 110. (laughs) Well, Oakland's got a lot to do with that, but still. Uh, St. Louis is not that much better. But they went 3-3 and on the road trip. They pitched Domingo Herman pitched a perfect game, which we've yet to talk about. Bro. And we kind of don't care anymore, which is horrible. No, because we, it's a, cared. we Domingo, care. Domingo, we care. We did care. If we cared, we wouldn't have started this podcast, but the Yankees are horrible. We would That's... have started with Domingo Herman pitched a perfect game. Okay, but before we get real sour on the Yanks, can we just give up some claps for Domingo Herman, please? Just... I mean, a perfect game you know, I was sit- random Dude, it was the sneakiest perfect game and true it was against the a's they suck doesn't matter perfect game, but perfect game. dude i woke up katie my fiance my lovely fiance she was sleeping we were watching the game it was pretty late you know west coast game was and i was like hey baby i just want to let you know hey, i know you don't really care but history is really close from being made here there has been Thousands, tens, and ten, right? How much? Like 200,000, right? Something? MLB uh, games. I industry. just quickly, Who knows? I post, we posted this. I quickly Googled, and it could be completely inaccurate, but I Googled uh, how many MLB games have ever been played. And that was actually from a legitimate source, but it was like over 200. Okay, so 200 plus thousand MLB games. And I said, babe, this is like what? The 24th, right? Mm-hmm. And to be fair, there's like 24th with an asterisk because remember that? If you guys, yeah, everyone should no, know the, the title. Yeah, this should be the 25th. The non perfect game yeah, where yeah. the guy was closer. But I woke her up. I was like, I know you don't really care, but in case you want to watch it, Domingo Herman's two outs away from throwing a perfect you game. You waited till and she the ninth go, inning? Well, you never know, dude. I, I, I just wanted her to have the opportunity to see it. Yeah, that's fair. And she's just like, mm, that's cool, and fell back asleep. Mm. But dude, it was like, <laughs> I love in a perfect game or no hitters. It's like, at first, you're like, oh, wow, he's pitching great. And as the game goes on, you're like, wow, no hits, perfect through four. Wow, perfect through five. Yeah. I think it was the sixth. I was staring, not blinking at every single pitch. He had a couple three-ball counts, and I was just like, please, please. Domingo Herman, congratulations. It's I mean, amazing. unbelievable, yeah. dude. The unbelievable. amount the amount that has to go right to pitch a perfect game is, per- is like, on. it doesn't it's, happen. It's, yeah. well, that's why so, there's only been 24, dude. I also, uh, Joey, did the same thing with Jenny, who could not give a damn less about baseball. Really. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I screamed when it happened, and she asked if everything was okay, and I'm, I just... Did like, you say yes or no? No, I said, I'm dying. Uh, but I told her the significance, um, and uh, she's like, oh, that's really cool. So, you know, the perfect game is one of the things that transcends kind of sports, and it could be like a, a thing thing. But I have, um, I have something to admit. I fell asleep during the eighth inning. No, you oh, didn't. No. You yeah. missed the end. I missed the incompl- no, 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 no. The eighth inning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and Did you, you woke wake up again. Back up? I wake. I woke up literally when Ryan Ruco. The inning ended. And Ryan Ruco was like, "Domingo Herman will go for history." I'm like, "Oh, he's still going? No way!" Tom, it was super late. I was on the couch. Tommy. I had a blanket on me. Tommy. It was a long day. May I tell I you something? I wouldn't admit that to a lot of people. Especially don't admit that on a sports had, podcast no, when you talk I, about the it was, I try. I was attentive. I was watch, watched the whole game, and then in the eighth inning, I, I just know. conked out for a little I, bit. I wasn't for, blinking, I dude. I was, I, yeah, I mean, I'm going to make some. I'm gonna make it up. I'm going to say something more embarrassing than that. Uh-oh. You didn't watch the game. No, not that at all. No. It is the opposite. The night before, the Yankees lost... Two to one to the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. We talked about how sad it was, was, right? Ripping, yeah. And I, I was quoted saying by myself saying, "The Yankees are not fun or exciting or happy." I'm not getting positive emotions from the New York Yankees right now. That's, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. what I said. Mm-hmm. I did say that. Check the, the game out. ended at twelve thirty nine. Some I don't know something like that. Something in the morning. The game started back up on the Yes Network at one a.m. I watched the entire game for a second time. Wow. Straight. I stayed up till four. I watched the game again. Because you didn't even skip through the Yankees at bats or anything? No, no, no. It was li- like it restarted live. Oh, like, okay. it, like it was a replay. Okay. Was and replay. I watched the entire game twice, back to back, because I had not felt good things from, about, from the Yankees. 
And like little do like, we know did Jacob not actually drive back he had Annika drive back and he was just watching the Yankees no this was Wednesday and and over Jacob you know what's again. funny dude he's seen the perfect game I... 13 times already <laughs> I did that one time during the Sabres worst years like the before Eichel years like like you know what I mean the yeah. tank years where I was walking around the house wearing an Arizona Arizona Coyotes jersey because I wanted to win so yeah. we got the last pick what I would do occasionally is hop onto YouTube and watch a Best Sabers moment clip and just smile and I'm to myself and I'm like I remember what that felt like. This is what yeah. I miss and I'm still doing that. Jacob, that's not embarrassing <laughs> and I actually give you props. Tommy, you should be ashamed of yourself. Joey, but it was a long day of work and sure. I was it was like whatever it was twelve o'clock. So like 12, congrats to Domingo. Congrats to the defense. Some nice dude. Rizzo made a beautiful play. Well, Donaldson, it was great. It takes a team, man. It takes an of army. So congrats to Domingo. But Jacob, now that we talked about it. Why are you hot on the Yankees? So I was saying, we were talking about this road trip. They throw a perfect game. Mm-hmm. They win the next game 11-something. Is it 11-0, is it? Mm. I believe. Yeah, and Laffer, the Laffer that we said that they didn't have, and then yeah. we finally got one. Two so we're like, in a row. okay, it's the A's. Let's go to St. Louis where it's another last place team. Game gets rained out, whatever. What you a f- joke. That Oh, yeah, and yesterday's doubleheader was hilariously delayed oh that was so stupid yeah it was funny but friday gets rained out right so we go into saturday and you know already you're not going to win both games in nope. a doubleheader you just don't the nope. yankees don't do it nope. you automatically lost the game even though they got swept in a doubleheader by the red Sox a week ago they're not going to win one of them so you go in saying okay cole has to win on um sunday because we're going to split this on saturday cole has to win on sunday mm-hmm. so you go in and the game is just the doubleheader was just the most horrible thing. It was a, a blowout in the first game, separated by two hours of rain delays. Yeah, your emotions from the perfect game and from the blowout win are just Gone. evaporating. You win the second game, you have some hope for the third game of the series. Some hope with your ace on the mound, Cole on the mound, and then you see Jordan Montgomery is pitching again that, against them. You know the Yankees are going to just be a joke against their former starter, and they that's did. what happened. Yeah. It was just. Exactly the worst possible set of things for them to go three and three happened. Amazing Oakland ending in just a horrible series loss. Yeah, you're right. You think that like we should still be talking about like we really should be like, dude, Domingo perfect game, and then we just ran through the cards. This team's got a great vibe. Not the case at all. No, Lemayhu still sucks. Donaldson Bad, still sucks. Stanton hasn't gotten it going yet. Um, one guy who has, I mean, Rizzo's been mid. And one guy who has been getting gotten it going though, get gotten it, go getting get it, gotten it is the kid, Mr. Chicken Parmesan himself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, no, is Austin Wells the Mr. Chicken Parmesan? I would imagine that. And that yeah. story is embarrassing. It's we talked wild. a little about that, but yeah, they don't goodness. have like hitting coaches or anything, right? Nope. They Zero just have minor. Leaguers. They don't have a hitting coach. That is they have minor leaguers who nice go out to dinner salary. with their parents to to give them some advice. Yeah. Uh, something real quick. I don't know how much more Yanks we're gonna do, but uh, I want your guys' opinion. Who's the better pitcher on the Yankees, IKF or Josh Donaldson? I mean, Donaldson was throwing bullets. He had some heat, right? Did you hear though what they were saying on the broadcast about it today? He, do you know why he didn't play today? Donaldson, his, his arm, arm was sore. His arm was sore because he was throwing eighty-five miles an hour. Okay, but now he's hurt. Yo, I'm not he, mad about. I don't it, care. Last he can night, sit on the bench. For IKF's eternity. a better pitcher. Last night he was. I've never seen Donaldson run like he did last night. Yeah, he was happy. What? No, no. I meant down the first baseline to try to oh, hit. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His last I thought we were talking bat. about going out no, on the field No, he had that to chopper pitch. to third, and he was hauling down the first baseline. See, hmm? I don't know. That's another topic for another day. I just can't stand when guys don't hustle to, to, to first. You never know what's going to happen when you put pressure on and a defensive player. The argument and you're, you're, so you're, you're Oh, they're going to get hurt on their way down. Is the chances of them getting some, something happening positive is so much lower than them getting hurt, it's yeah. not worth it, and that's the – that's what's going to happen. all the percentage. Isn't game. it just bizarre, though? Like, I love the MLB. I love the Yankees. But isn't it bizarre to think that professional athletes can't do a sprint like that? To, before, without getting hurt? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Have you guys not- I know that our father and uncle just destroy Stanton about how injury-prone he is. But it's kind of scary, dude. You see him hustling or you see him slide, and you're like, ooh, Hope he's not hurt. Well, it's last a professional time he got, athlete. Last time he got hurt, that's Jake. We were watching the game together. I think Jake. 
Yeah. When Stan got hurt and he just hustled a little bit, he had to turn on the jets. And we we looked at each Stan. other and we said he's hurt. He's yeah, to go to down. second and he we're like, oh, I think I think he actually might be hurt. Yeah. Because he hustled to second. Yeah. And yeah, and then he was out for Bizarre. what a month and a half. Yeah. Yanks That's vibes stupid. aren't great. Uh, they're they they're needed, so mid, dude. Yeah, they needed. They're a boring team. They needed no, they're so to roll mid, through like, that road trip. We they had to. But like the Yankees are in a playoff spot still barely, but they have a good record. They're still one of the as you, you noted in the last. Do you think they're content just hanging on? Yes. Totally. Spot, yes. That's totally. where they're going to be. Unless yes. the Yanks, if the Yanks continue to be mid for the rest of the season, that wild card spot is theirs. I Is that just nope. what they're doing? They're gonna, and here's the thing. Who cares to catch the Orioles? Who here's what's to- so upsetting. Yes, you're right. They will go in and they can win a, a wild card series in their sleep because they have Garrett Cole and they should have Carlos Rodon. And they know that. So that's what's so upsetting is they can win 88 to 92 games. Get this wild card and plow through any team they play because they have two of the best pitchers in the world. And then they'll be like, see, we told you. Yeah. And that is infuriating because we have to go through five months of watching them be very average so that they can walk through a wild card and then who knows what happens in the next two series. But that's what that's what the goal is. We will make it. We have aces on the mound. We'll see what happens. And that's what that's the Are mindset. Are you wearing yeah, your SPF 70, Jake? Because you just got hot. You know, Am I red? I look a little red. You got red, man. You know yeah. who else uh, just said, uh, screw it, let's see what happens in the wild card last year were teams that lost in the wild card because the wild card is new and unpredictable. But like also, do you know the team that said well, we just wins. barely made the playoffs were the Phillies, and they went to the World Series? Yes. Uh, the Mets won 101 games last year, and they lost in I'm so glad we're not Mets fans. I'm sorry. That's, it's embarrassing right So now. hear me out, though. Yes, stopped. the Yanks have Rodon and the Yanks have Cole, and we think that we could go into a wild card series and, and win it. There's also guys like Domingo Herman throwing perfect games. You never know what's going to happen. You 100%. run into a starter who just has the best stuff hey, of his I, life. I'm not advocating You run for into that. the Yankees bats that go ice cold. I mean, bad, which yep. we saw in playoffs. I don't know, man. It's scary. I I don't I, it's weird and I know we're spoiled. I'm just I don't know. I know we're spoiled. We've been spoiled with the Yankees, but it pisses me off to see them not actually making efforts to to like get their division. Everything's so. just so like vanilla right now. Everything's just so boring. Ice. Everything's just like he was a band. Crystal. But to, everything was so boring. It's, like, oh my yeah. god, nothing exciting happens. I mean, besides, besides Domingo's perfect. perfect game. Well well they score what the hell nothing happens. Look at their man. win. It's just like what? Oh, their recent wins just, just fall asleep. That's just uh. they score six or more runs or they score one or two runs. Yeah. And when they score six or more runs, we have this ridiculous false hope. And then they score one or two runs four, five, six times in a row. And that's all that's been happening. I miss Aaron Judge. I was just going to say, dude, you read my mind. I was just going to say, if we had the uh, reigning MVP AL home run king in the lineup right now, I think things would be a little bit more. And I know that, like, we don't, we shouldn't rely on Judge because we still have, without Judge, we still have one of the highest payrolls in the league taking him out. Yeah. Dude, teams do. They when they miss their star. Look at what happened when uh, who was it? Um, the uh, Astros were just missing. What's his name? Altuve and and Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, and they they were mid. Yeah, they were below mid. Yeah, and they came back. They're hot. You know, it it's important to have your best players out there. If the Oilers didn't have McDavid, who would they be? I mean, we need Judge. But I don't know. Maybe it's just going to be a whole bunch of average baseball, and you know, win one, well, lose one, I split mean, series until. It's weird because a couple ups ago I made my Ratatouille uh, analogy. Yeah, and I was out on that right away. (laughs) No, you weren't. Yeah, I looked at you and said I had the opposite reaction. Well, no, well at that point and now since then, uh, now I'm. It's no longer there, so I'm I'm back and forth. Well, I said at the time that I like if the Yanks can just hold on and everything, and I guess that's still partially true because that's probably what we're gonna have to look forward to. We're not like our aspirations of winning the division are slipping further and further away every single day. So, I want to um, say though, but do you before we move on from the Yanks? I was in the middle of a point. Oh, know? sorry. Yeah, he you, was. You lost me there. You're a mook. Okay. Please continue. Your Finish point. your point, Joey. Let's have a conversation. There's some stuff going on that's good still. I mean, Volpe's turned it around. That's exciting. A lot. It's very exciting that Volpe's turned it around. Carlos Rodon's going to be making his debut on Friday. Hot. Friday. Um, gotta get down on Friday. Stop. 
That should be fun. I'm excited. I'm about excited that. for that. No, I'm, I'm and, pumped and, for Rodon. We're still spoiled you know? Yankees fans yeah. in a way, but we're still one of the we, best teams in the league. Yeah, we're we only eight about, games above 500. Well, yeah, we're eight games above 500. So many teams this year are in the four below to four above range. That mm. technically we still are one of the best yes. teams in the league. We're top ten, right? Yeah, but it's just not pretty. We might actually be the 11th spot as of today. We'll see. Can yeah. I give a shout-out real quick? Yeah, do it. Dude, at this time last year, I, in my belly, despised you as had a, a person you had to poop. and a player, you had to poop. Isaiah kind of yeah. Oh, I'm know. sorry. IKF, I apologize. He is, as of now, besides Bader, because he's just so much fun, he's my favorite Yankee. He has the biggest heart on the team, dude. He's like straight up though. He got interviewed after he went out there for the second time in like five days to pitch. And he just went, yeah, you know, this isn't really what I thought I'd be doing, but if the team needs me to do it, I want to do it the best of my capabilities. Goes out the next night, three for three. Goes out the next night, two for four. Steals home. I love IKF. He's playing his heart out. And I just want to give him a shout out. IKF, keep it up, man. You you've won me over big time. And I'm sorry for all of the bad things I said about you last year. You're not a shortstop. That's not your fault. Sorry. It goes to show that we are fans, which means that we want to be entertained and we want our emotions to be Tickled. positive. And that's what that's what it is. We are positively emotion we have positive emotion responses when Aaron judges it up to bat and when Isaiah Kinderfleffis says something like that. And that we're it's simple. It's just a take that's like, we have these emotions, we are these types of fans, most fans are, that going 500 for three months so you can barely make the playoffs feels so much worse than losing a game and having IKF go out and take that kind of heart with it. And it's just, it's just a different feeling, and maybe we have to take our emotions and say, you know what, let's just be bland until October and see what happens. But I don't want that, and I don't think a lot of Yankees fans let's do. Let's hope Rodon... Is just dealing out of the bat. That make a big his difference. muzzy just in just ignites a a spark inside of my heart, and uh, he comes back and he throws like just an absolute whopper of a game. You know, double whopper. You know what the Yankees are missing this, this year, guys? One? That's he, not a what thing. What's one thing that they're missing this year that they had last? Matt Carpenter. Fun. Jacob, I was gonna say Carpy's mustache, yeah, totally. but in Je- and uh, Licky's mustache. They need some stashes. They need a firefighter well, on the team. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, right now, Nestor's out. So what are our mustaches well, right well, now? We have no. And mustaches. Hamilton was is out, yeah. so we don't have like a criminal on he the is. team. He Hamilton's opened back. Yesterday. No, when when he was out, yeah, we yeah. didn't have a criminal on the team. The scariest looking guy. Um, so we didn't have the intimidation factor. Nestor's Yanks. kind of our turtle. Um, Judge is like our like Nestor's gladiator. Ne- what's Nestor's rehab? What's he his? Threw twenty pitches, um, not from a mound on Saturday or something like that, and he says he feels quote better than he's ever felt, and that he started the year hurt. So that's good news. Yeah. Well, didn't he drop out of the World Baseball Classic? He did er- early on. Yeah. yeah. No, the Yanks pulled him out. Well, Yankees, just make us happier, please. Do better. Be 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 fun. Be fun. Be fun. Be fun. You know, it wasn't fun. fun, you guys. I watched. The original, Friday the 13th, for mm-hmm. the first time the other night. Jenny and I have really been on a old-school horror movie kick recently. Why wouldn't you wait two weeks and watch it on Friday the 13th? Um, I'm just so, kidding, I have no idea if that's going to happen. Yeah, loser. So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, that. what was I just saying? It wasn't, not fun. Not fun, yeah. Um, so I, I've never been a – I was, wasn't a horror movie fan for a long time, and then um, recently, over the last few years, Jenny's – a massive horror movie fan, as you guys know. And, uh, yeah, I, she, I, a lot of recent horror movies over the last couple of years have come out have been really, really good, but we've been on a kick of watching old horror movies, and mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate the horror genre now watching um, stuff from the 60s, 70s, 80s horror. It's just completely different than what I my interpretation of horror. Um, it's not schlocky crap jump scare. However, Friday the 13th might be one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. <laughs> the And, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. It's bullcrap. Tommy, make a note in your calendar. <laughs> it's poop. The next Friday the 13th mm-hmm. is in October. You know Jenny's going to be Oh, Je- Jenny's going to celebrate. Over that. Yeah. She's probably going to celebrate. She does have parties. Oh, She'll yeah. take a day off. She's like, yeah. I celebrate personally. Friday the 13th is going to... It's in October. October You're going to be decked out my, Halloween. For those who want to know, my wife, she's the one who starts decorating for Halloween probably in two, two weeks. to three August. weeks. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, yeah. So no, yeah, earlier. Anyway, and then Yanks, on November first. Yeah, Christmas, full, full Christmas, Christmas. Although until February. Eh, no, I mean to be fair to Jenny, last year she really didn't decorate that much for Christmas because she overblew our Halloween budget by like. A good portion. We're talking like crazy, like the the like the robots on the the porch like and stuff for if, Halloween. Oh yeah, it's animatronics. Crazy. If like if let's say our budget for Halloween decorations were was one dollar, she spent like fifteen dollars. Why was it one dollar? It was an example. So I didn't. It was an example. He buys like one of the plastic idiots. spiders from the dollar store and no. just hangs it from the porch. He's there, like, That's there's it. no dollar store anymore. It's one twenty five. Wow. Yeah, Inflation. Dollar Tree is 125 Crazy. Well, moving I, on from the Yankees. Yeah, I have a question for you guys regarding Jakey. the Yankees. This is our going off. Our What? Signing off. <laughs> Best team in baseball right now. Best record is 57 and 30. Technically 56 and 27, the Atlanta Braves. Yep. Okay? Hot. Today is July 2nd. Super hot. Yeah. On, happy anniversary, Mom and Dad. Today is July 2nd. Yeah, shout out. 29 years. On July 2nd. Not bad. So, anyways, it is tw- highest best Spit record out. is fifty six and twenty seven. Got it. What was the Yankees' record on July second last year? Dude, they started so hot, and then didn't they have the worst July in August? History? No, August. Uh, July second. What was it? Fifty six and twenty seven. You said are is the Braves? the Braves right now? Yanks were sixty fifty nine and twenty three. Very close, Tommy. Suck it, nerd. Fifty seven and twenty four. Fifty eight and twenty one. Wow, because they that's, had a, they missed a week at the beginning. That's good baseball. Then they took August off and still but won the no, division. But imagine being fifty eight and twenty one. And last year was fun. Oh goodness, for a while. For us, most so most of the year last year was fun until the uh, August and then the ALCS. So I mean, league wide, dude, this has got to be one of the closer MLB like years. Yeah, thus everyone's far. right like, in pre All Star, dude. Yeah. There's no one. I mean, the A's are out. A few teams are out. The Royals are out. Yeah, most teams. And are Cardinals out. have almost worked themselves out. But their division is not great. Rockies aren't doing great either. Um, get better. Let's Yanks talk about, get better. Let's move on. Let's do the Bills. So we let's are do the moving Bills. on let's to the, Bills. the okay. Buffalo Bills, which there's not. Changing order. Want to know something that's so funny? All right, Jake. Let's hit the Bills. What do we got? You Google just. J- this is just to prove a point. I'm googling it you right Google now. Google Buffalo Bills news. Buffalo. And this is not how we get our Bills news. I'm just letting people know. If you Google the Bills news. <laughs> I told you, there's it's still Diggs drama. Literally nothing that it's exists. It's still Diggs drama, training camp. There's That's nothing. What comes yeah. Up. Yeah. Let me reiterate with the Bills. As I've already done a couple episodes in a row, and I will again, we are not going to start diving into our thoughts and everything on storylines for the season and training camp and everything like that yet because it's still July 2nd. Training camp isn't even for a few more weeks. Yeah. It's training camp. So, yeah. yes, we are going to get into all the discussion about the Bills that a lot of it that like we're going to do with the Sabres coming up, although we didn't start this podcast when the Bills were still hot in their offseason. So it was, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we are going to get into Bills talk. We could sit here and BS about the Bills for a while, but... There will come a time where the Bills will be our most talked about. 100%. Once baseball season is over... Well, even just when September... I mean, yeah. Yeah. uh, In the next three, four weeks... So nothing, uh, nothing really to talk about with the Bills. So Jake, so what I got did, Jacob said, something. he said, and what I did quote, you do? Uh, "No, I don't quote. I'm paraphrasing." Yeah, paraphrasing. Jacob said, "I've got yeah. maybe the most fun thing I've ever like devised, been a part before. of." Yeah. So I, <laughs> so I um, went to Chat GPT, <laughs> and I asked it to write. First thing I did was I asked it to write a <clears throat> slightly sensual dialogue. <laughs> Between Bruce Smith, Jim Kelly, and Thurman Thomas. So okay, they're very. It's very short. That's so the. F- what do we d- uh, who do you want to be, Tom Smith? We're gonna oh read this. Gosh. Oh yeah. Do you want to be Smith, Kelly, or Thomas? You Thomas, because uh, you said Thomas. No, because your I'm name is Thomas. I'm gonna be Bruce. All right, I'll be Jim Kelly. So I'll be Thurman. So Thomas. this is the first Wait, one. So okay, hold I'm, on. I'm Bruce. For, to to clarify here, Jacob, this is completely out of the blue. Jacob has a script. Written by not, I did not GPT. write it. Written by JGT. A slightly sensual that we dialogue. Are going to go through. So <laughs> All right, I'm wait, Bruce, wait. right? If you like radio plays, turn it up. Can I put some like music on the, in the background? The, no, but that'd be funny. <laughs> Slow jazz. Yeah. All right, Joe. Alrighty. You're Bruce Smith. I'm Jim Kelly. And if to Where's to the setting? to these people. To s- well, you'll find out. 
we did not write this. So I am not saying that this is an interpretation. Did you read through this? No. You didn't? <laughs> no. So you have no idea what's no to clue. come. But ChatGPT cannot be explicit some... in any way. It can't? Oh. No, it's not allowed. Have you asked it? Yeah, I tried. I said I said sensual, and it said I sorry cannot do anything explicit. So I said slightly sensual, and it said okay, and it did. So it's, it's like, hey, Chevy, you say a swear word, and it's like bullcrap. I don't know. So I if you tried say, okay. so you can rub shoulders, but you can't rub shoulders and give you a little spank on the on the. You know, on the All right, tricks. let's get this going. Right, I'm so Bruce Smith. You're Bruce Smith. So at, as you speak, you'll be Bruce Smith. I will yes. be Jim Kelly. And again, no voices. Do not. No, just you're the voice guy. Why are you telling? I us might that? do a Thurman. You voice. did four. Please don't do a Thurman. No, voice. not like that. Okay, fine. You I did know. four voices last episode. You said I two. did Bane. Did you hear my Bane? I heard your Bane. How was it? It was not good. Okay, yes. ready. Here we go. <clears throat> I am Bruce Smith. Hey Jim Thurman, how about we take a break from football and go on a weekend getaway together? <clears throat> Bruce, that's a brilliant idea. A chance to relax, reminisce about our playing days, and relive some of our most memorable games? Count me in. Absolutely, Jim. It's been too long since we've had the opportunity to share stories and relive those thrilling moments on the field. Where do you uh, suggest that we go? How about uh, Cabin by the Lake? We can sit by the fire, swap stories, and talk about some of our greatest victories. Remember that game against the Miami Dolphins in 1990? We dominated their offensive line, and I had a sack that sealed the win. Ah, that game was incredible. (laughs) Bruce, your dominance on the defensive line was unmatched. And speaking of memorable moments, how about that Super Bowl comeback against the Houston Oilers? Dated. We were down by 32 points, and we rallied together to secure the win. Oh, the comeback game. I'll never forget it. You were fearless leading the offense, and Bruce, your relentless pressure on Warren Moon turned the tide in our favor. That comeback is etched in football history. Absolutely, Thurman. It was a testament to our resilience and determination. And speaking of unforgettable moments, remember that Super Bowl run in 93? We made it to the big game for the third consecutive year. The excitement and the camaraderie we felt was indescribable. Oh, how could I forget? (laughs) That was an amazing journey, Bruce. The no-huddle offense was firing on all cylinders. And you were... A force to be reckoned with. Thurman, your incredible rushing performances and ability to catch the backfield were game changers. Thanks, Jim, but let's not forget about your pinpoint accuracy and clutch plays, especially in those critical moments. Remember that touchdown pass to Andre Reid in the AFC Championship game against the Raiders? That was pure magic. Yes, Thurman, that was a special moment indeed. The chemistry we had as a team was something truly special. We brought out the best in each other and created unforgettable memories for the fans. Gentlemen, let's raise a toast to the incredible games, plays, and victories we shared. We were a part of an era that will always be remembered in the Buffalo Bills history. This weekend getaway is a chance to honor our legacy and continue building our everlasting friendship. Cheers to that, Bruce. Here's to the unforgettable moments on the field the bonds we forged, and the victories that still bring a smile to our faces. <laughs> Let's make this weekend a celebration of our playing careers and the enduring camaraderie we share. Absolutely, Jim. To the cheers, the triumphs, and the memories we will that will forever live in our hearts. This weekend will be a testament to our shared experiences and the lasting friendships we cherish. End scene. That was the first scene that I had it right. That was too... That wasn't slightly... It wasn't... It was just... I, I didn't... Guys, I did not... It wasn't sensual at all. No, okay. it wasn't. So the next one, we'll, I want to skip the second one. It's not... I asked it to write it with some tension in the relationship. Um, but the <laughs> third one I did, I said, write it with one of them being happy, one of them being sad, and one of them being angry. And I said, please... <laughs> Um, make it very intimate, and I don't know how it turned out. I haven't read it yet. Okay, so uh, let's do the third one. Scroll I'm angry. One. Where's the third I one? I am Bruce, oh, okay. and I'm angry. Bruce is angry. Jim <laughs> is happy, and Thurman is sad. I'm sad. Okay. okay. <clears throat> All right, Bruce, start us off. Hey, Jim, Thurman, how about we take a break from the football and go on a weekend getaway together? <laughs> You're supposed to be angry. Not yet. Not yet. That's not an angry sentence. Oh. Go yeah. <clears throat> Bruce, that is a brilliant idea. <laughs> 
a chance to relax. Oh, this is the same thing. Reminisce about our playing days and relive some of our most memorable games. Count me in. I don't know, guys. I'm just not in the mood for a trip right now. It's been tough for me. (laughs) Thinking about those old games brings back a lot of mixed emotions. Thurman, you're always so down lately. We were legends on that field, and it's time you start appreciating it. Remember that game against the Dolphins? You were unstoppable, breaking tackles left and right. Bruce, ease up. We all have our own struggles. Thurman, I understand how difficult it can be to revisit the past when it's not in the best place mentally. But remember that game-winning drive against the Raiders? We were unstoppable. I appreciate your understanding, but it's hard for me to detach the highs and the lows. Yes, that drive was memorable, but it's also... Uh, uh, it's a reminder of the Super Bowl losses that still haunt me. Dermot! You need to let go of the past. We had incredible careers, and dwelling on the negatives won't change anything. Remember that game against the Broncos? We dominated them. It was a defying moment for our team. Bruce? Thurman is allowed to feel the way he does. <laughs> He's a therapist! <laughs> We all have different experiences and emotions tied to our playing careers. Thurman, it's okay to have mixed feelings. Let's use this trip as an opportunity to support each other and find some closure. You're right, Jim. <laughs> maybe this maybe this trip can be, you know, like, you know, a step back towards healing. It's not easy to let go, but Perhaps being in each other's company and sharing our perspectives can help me find some peace. Fine, Thurman. If this trip can help you get out of this slump, I guess it's worth a shot. We'll take it easy and find a way to appreciate our accomplishments without overwhelming you. That's the spirit, Bruce. This trip is about reconnecting as friends, supporting one another, and embracing the memories that shaped us. Let's make it. A journey of healing and understanding. Thank you both. <laughs> I appreciate your willingness to understand. This trip might not be easy, but with your support, I believe we can find some solace in our shared experiences. Let's make a weekend of growth and reflection. All right, Thurman. Let's give it a try. We'll take things at your pace and we'll be there for you. <laughs> Here's to rediscovering the joy and camaraderie that made our playing days special and finding peace in the memories we created. Cheers to that. Mm-mm. Cheers to that, Thurman. <laughs> Let's embark on this journey together as friends and teammates and lovers. May this weekend, that doesn't say that, may this weekend help us heal, find closure, and strengthen the bond that always held us together. End scene. scene. Bro, who knew that Thurman Thomas was so so, emotional? He's so sad. Wow. Thurman, it is okay. Dude, that is funny. That I, is funny. I didn't, like, like I said, I did not refine any of this. Yeah. If we want to, we... We could get real nasty or I fun. Think that, I don't know. This that's some funny stuff. Yeah, I think that's this is funny. A, this is a jumping off point for something much. <laughs> Chat GPT is going to help us write scripts, uh, at least until the bills. So have there's something our to there's talk our bills about. talk. So move. <laughs> if oh you, yeah. If you want to skip the last, um, <laughs> you don't want ten minutes of this episode. <laughs> Unless you want to hear us reenact the scenes. I thought it was funny. That was very <laughs> I funny. found it amusing. All right. So, oh, uh, Bills, again, not much going on. Once we get closer to the season, we'll have a lot more to talk about. But that is going to wrap up our Bills talk. And we are moving into the other Buffalo sports team that we know and love, the Buffalo Sabres. I asked Joey last episode if he could name the second round draft pick from the 2006 draft for the Sabres. Do you want to know what the answer? Mm-hmm. I knew the number one pick from 2005. Wait, wait. Mark Sagrappen. Oh. No, I <laughs> don't. I don't know. Sabres uh, legend. Jonas Enroth and Mike Weber. Screw him. 
I could have gotten Roth in like 50 guesses. Yeah, no, I gave him some hints. So Sabres right now, uh, you know, a couple things we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, first off, we'll get into it a little bit, but development camp started today up in Buffalo at the Harbor Center. I know we said it before. Harbor Center, if you're in Buffalo and you haven't been, it's open to the public. It's an amazing facility. Unbelievable. Go w- watch them skate. Go watch them play. Honestly, I saw videos today from development camp, and I was kind of like, man, I kind of wish I drove up to Buffalo just to watch. I mean, it's, it's going on. It's going on through the sixth um and uh yeah so all like the major youngsters for the sabers all the well most of them are there um some actually some of the biggest ones aren't there because like excuse me uh matt savoy yuri kulich isaac rosen levi they're all not there because they had long runs in the ahl playoffs and they're getting a break so are the draft picks there yep okay yep which is uh Uh, we're gonna talk about but. Yeah, so we're going to do a twofer really quick with the Sabres, and this is our obviously our last team of the night to speak about. Um, so we're going to do a very brief uh, – we haven't talked about the draft picks themselves yet uh, since the draft happened. No, we're not um, really going to get into that tonight. I mean, we're not – no, we're not going to get into the picks like individually and everything like that, but um, – we and then we're gonna get into day one of free agency, which was yesterday, and a couple of the moves the Sabers made. But uh, with the draft, the Sabers ended up drafting Zach Benson in the first round. Um, it's funny we talked about this a couple times, you guys. Like, if the Sabers had a defenseman available, would they go with him or would they go with the best player available? Like, they had Axel Sandin Pelica was available, and they went with Benson, who was kind of viewed as the best player he available was, at the time. Yeah. A lot of people would say that Benson was a steal. <clears throat> Uh, he was projected to go higher in most drafts. There were some other defensemen that went high, taken higher that weren't necessarily yeah, expected. Went fifth, and Simashev yeah. went sixth. Yeah. Crazy. So anyway, Benson, if you're uh, you know not super in touch with with this stuff, uh, these youngsters, Zach Benson is super small, but he has elite playmaking He's skill. It's just you know I had my thoughts on it on, and uh, we're not going to get into it crazy yeah. tonight, but. Is another five foot nine and a half skilled forward what the Sabres needed? Yeah. I, I'm just and you know, man, I just want to point out real he's quick, good. I know we just talked about the Golden Knights and their recipe for success. Let's not forget that two years ago the Colorado Avalanche mm-hmm. won and they had the second lowest height and weight in the NHL. It, dude, Jonathan so, Marchessault just won the no, Conn Smythe Trophy and he's like yeah, five nine. Pa- there, look at Patty Kane. Look hey, at man, Johnny Gaudreau. Look at in Danny, the NHL. I mean, yes, playoffs are tough and rough, but you can win a lot of ways. So yeah, no, I'm not out on the pick. Zach Benson is insanely talented. You guys, you know how many points he put up last year in the W? A lot. A hundred and so. I mean, he had a hundred and some crazy points. I gotta put. I gotta look. The other up, thing but. to just to think about is these picks are not for this roster right now. So in two or three years, mm-hmm. they. W- very well could and probably will need a sh- speed forward. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I don't hate the pick whatsoever. It just, you know, there were other bigger, it just depends on what the Sabres were looking for, and I think they just took the best player available because Matthew Wood was, was six fo- a six-foot-four power, power forward was available still. Um, and uh, so, no, great pick. It's funny. I predicted that the Sabres should take with their eight picks, uh, like four defensemen, three forwards, and a goalie. And they did just that. Yep. They <clears> actually uh, were not going to go into these picks again deep, but they a couple of the picks, uh, defensive picks that they made, actually could be really, really good value picks down the line. Um, Maxime Strabic, I think his pronounced his name, our third round pick, could be a name that you guys hear two or three years from now, right? Yeah. They took a big center with their second-round pick. They took a goalie late. I totally forgot about um, a goalie last time we were previewing the draft, too. Our second-round pick last year, he's uh, the Finnish guy, uh, Tobias something or whatever. Anyway, not a bad draft for the Sabres. Um, Mantis Toboggan. But, uh, yeah, the draft, I thought, uh, on the whole, was... um, As a whole? (laughs) No, on the whole. As a whole. On the whole is... A There's joke. no way. It's a joke way to say it, I, I think. Or is that a real way? No, on the whole. As a whole. It's from Austin Powers, you guys. Okay, Nobody so laughed. you didn't mean it. On the whole is a phrase, taking everything into account in general. On the whole, it was quite good. I thought so. So, I, Well, it is from Austin Powers, but it is actually a real thing. As a whole is also a phrase. So, yeah, Sabres draft. in the... Benson, in the hole? Sorry? Not a phrase. Never heard of it. I think it's, it is. Anton Wahlberg was their second-round pick. Uh, other defensemen, like the sixth, seventh-round defenseman we took, Sean Cajone. Nope. 
Keohane. Cajone. Cajone. Not that one. Norwin Pan Panaka Panoncha. These guys might pan out someday. You never know. But yeah, the likelihood is The story. I know. Hey man, Benson's talented. He really. He's insanely talented. That is not up for. It's not a debate. Um, but okay. So the Sabres draft. The the interesting thing they didn't take a defenseman with their first pick. Nobody traded in the first round. Sabres didn't trade up. They didn't trade down. There were a couple of surprise picks in the first round. But all in all, I think Sabres fans can be very excited for Zach Benson and uh, maybe somebody like Wahlberg or Straubick in the future. Um, and, you know, and mm-hmm. something to keep in mind, too, a lot of the players that are drafted, <clears throat> they might not be Sabres. And if they don't fit into mm-hmm. what the Sabres necessarily need, if Benson is a valuable asset that might not have a great role available on the Sabres. He's in a, a, something for a trade piece. You know, if we ever make it a playoff push and we need to grab someone at the deadline, you know, and if he doesn't have a spot on the team. So you you got to take the best guy available. That's what they did. He mm-hmm. is filthy. I was watching some of his highlights, he man. He is filthy. He so really talented. is. So talented. Oh, he really is. I'm yep. just, obviously, with the discussions we've had about what the Sabres are looking to build in the future, mm-hmm. um, and, like, more and more over the years, we've talked about this already, that playoff teams, Stanley Cup winning teams, are a little bit heavier and nastier with that skill. And, I mean, so you need that skill, so Benson's going to be there. But I'm just, you know, uh, I was just, I, you know, the pick came in, and, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still excited about Benson. He is, he is gross. So, uh, well, if you were watching... You're not watching us anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the other thing that we want to talk about with the Sabers is yesterday was day one of free agency. Uh, and this is the conversation that's more. These are the names like that right now. Yeah, these are going to be the big names right now. Yeah. So speaking of big names, big guys too. Yeah. Physically, literally, large men. Large. Well, Connor Clifton's not actually. He's five eleven, but he plays large. Sure. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the Sabres yesterday went into free agency. We all, and their offseason kind of officially kicked off with the draft, but we knew that the Sabres are looking to do uh, a couple of things. One, secure a top four right-handed shot defenseman, right? Because the Sabres have Darlene, left shot power, left shot Samuelson, left shot. We needed a right shot defenseman, and the rumors have been swirling about trades that the Sabres were going to make. Bottom line, the Sabres went to free agency, and they signed two veteran right-handed shot defensemen Okay, that play on the defensive side of the puck really well. And that is exactly what the Sabres are looking to do. The Sabres signed Connor Clifton from the Boston Bruins over the last few years, 28 years old, to a three-year deal. Okay, Clifton's stat card is great in the D zone, and he cited how recently his offensive game got more encouraging to playing in Boston, how he would jump up in the play a little bit more. But defensively, he's very sound. Sabres fans, you should be excited about Clifton, the Clifton signing. It came as a surprise to me. Yeah. I, he was not on my radar at all. Um, but he's. I think it's a great signing for the Sabres. And then Eric Johnson, who's a little bit older, mid-30s, Stanley Cup winner with the Avalanche a few years ago, he is a pure physical defensive defenseman. Um, but who brings veteran leadership and experience. And so these two signed, he was a one-year deal, more money than I thought he was going to get, 3.25 or something earned like that. that. Like, guys like that, they have earned it, and he's not he's not done yet. It's not like this is his no, going-out party. No. You know, so if he if the Sabres are going to be competitive and he's going to be a part of that, he you you got to pay him a little bit of money. Otherwise, he, he dude, if he was going to come to Buffalo – or a true competitor for next year, they probably had to up their offer a little bit. Did you, you see know his I mean? quotes? His quotes, he said uh, in his presser afterwards that he had five or six options, and he chose Buffalo yeah. because he said that they reminded him. The Sabres right now remind him of where the Avalanche were a few years ago when they were on the up and up. Can I tell you uh, something about Eric Johnson? You probably know, Tom. Sure. What's a fun fact about Eric Johnson? He was the first overall draft pick in 2006. He was. In this draft with St. Louis Jonathan Blues. Taves, Nicholas Backstrom, Phil Kessel, Derek Brassard. Oh, Kyle six? Oakposo. He's Oakposo's age. The same draft. Goodness 33, 34 years old now. Yeah. 35. 35. Brian um, Little. What's ever happened to that guy? Yeah, well, how about that for a name? I don't know. But here's something, Claude Jake. Giroux was in that draft, Here's too. something, Jakey. Now that Clifton and Johnson are signed, okay, the Sabres currently have nine NHL defensemen on their roster. They have... 
Darlene yeah. Power, Samuelson, Clifton, Johnson, Yoki, ha- Yoki Haru, Lee Bushkin, Bryson, and Stillman. Something's got those? to give. Yeah. Okay, so how many of those? This is hy- rhetorical slash hypothetical. Also, just kind of a real question. So it kind of hits all the questions. It's not hypothetical or rhetorical. Well, it is for both. You'll if see. It's real. How many of those? A. Do you want as your starting six? B. Will be your starting six, and C would be a starting six on other teams because I don't know that you have nine defensemen. I don't know that five of them are the six that you want for a playoff pushing team. Five of them are. Yeah. Five are. I would say okay. No, five I would say of them four. are. Honestly, there is a there is a core of six in this not group of nine that I can see the Sabers going with to start the season. The question now, this is what I'm saying. But are those are those six the six that? will make the difference between being third last in the league and goals against. Well, it's the two that we just signed. It's Clifton and Johnson. Are Clifton and Johnson going to do what you're about to say right now? I, My answer is I would be shocked if that is the difference between being not in the playoffs and being a competitive playoff team. Yeah. It feels like there's one. There's one missing. Hey, man, Yoki Haru And it's a, not your sixth spot. Yoki there's Haru a, was a first-round pick. You know, he was at one point the Blackhawks' like next big thing coming up through the month. He's been okay. He also makes two point five, where a couple of these other guys are making under a mil. I don't think Yo- if Yoki Haru, I think he's either traded. I actually, you know what? I changed my mind. I think he's getting traded. Somebody I, has to get traded. I think it's going to be him. And I, honestly, dude, if Yoki Haru goes to Why, one of these teams, he has value? Nevada, I think so. It, he has value without a space though, because he's just like. You, he was one of our more defensive defensemen, in theory. He's kind of lost his, his spot. I mean, Stillman and Lee Bushkin were our Well, they were the grinding defensemen. defensemen. Now you John- got Powers and Dahlien, offensive juggernauts, right? Samuelson, Clifton, and now Johnson. We have, like, three solid defensive defensemen. I don't really think Yogi Haru has a... And he's right-handed shot, too. I don't know. Does he have a spot? Or do they keep him because he's a right-handed shot? I think you're almost contradicting, though, what we talked about. Because we talked about defense winning championships, defense making to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. What's the line between being not a playoff team defensively and a playoff team defensively? And if Yogi Haru's not on the positive side of that, then I think that we are lacking... We're still missing a name. Because if... And what I'm looking at right here, defensively, you guys are saying almost we have too much of a defensive defensive core. No, I don't. No, I'm not no, agreeing I'm not with that. that. I don't. I'm not saying. I'm that. just saying compared no. to the two guys. Obviously, the two no, guys that we picked up are there. I'm saying that. And I'm saying that how much like do we need another one? And maybe we do, but I don't know. Or he's there. I thought I was impressed with Stillman. He played great. He's not a game breaker. He plays solid D. He's not that special on and any. He's, front. he's he a just seven. Plays a he's solid. A, I would well, not hate have, if he came into the season as our seventh. I or neither. Eight, I also wouldn't hate that Yoki Haru was our seventh for the year. Right, and you I know? think and you guys are kind of talking in circles, saying yeah. like, "Do we have too many?" Because what well, we do. what do you want the spot to be though? If you don't want to have four defensive defensemen, if you're we're talking six, because that's I mean you have seven, eight defensemen, and we know that. But what do you want it to be? Because if you don't want it to be the grindy, low-name-level, low-paying defensive defenseman, which is what we said we didn't have last year, what do you want it to be? And before, I mean, recently, because of the Sabres' very poor performance in the last several years, we haven't seen a true 6-D core rolled out game after game. It changes every two or three games. If you have a true D core, most teams that do, unless you have injuries, they roll out the same six guys and they have the same guy healthy scratched and maybe he gets in one every five, six games. The Sabres 5-6 pairing changed all the almost never did they have the same six defensemen in the lineup. Okay, so let's let's line this up. You take of those nine that you just listed, Pick your six that you want to start the season. Are those six the six that will get you into the playoffs? Because if they're not, something needs to give. Something changes. Okay, yeah. well. Darlene Power, obviously. Samuelson, Clifton, Do they play, do they Johnson, play together this year? Huh? Darlene? No. I, okay, okay. They're the same. Dude, Darlene and Samuelson is such an effective. Okay, Darlene, Samuelson, Power, and Johnson? Clifton probably can keep his feet up with Power better, I think. But sure. is that not what caused so many issues last year? Well, here's yeah. the thing. Can, may I? Yeah. Essentially take... My phone's blowing up, sorry. Essentially take our you. take a top six from last year, right? Let's say our top six last year that we wanted to go into was um, Dalian Power, Samuelson, Yoki Haru, 
Liabushkin, Stillman. Okay? All right? Okay. Take out Liabushkin and Stillman for Clifton and Johnson. You have upgraded. Yeah. I didn't say you haven't. Yeah. Are those six the six that make you into the playoffs? I mean, of your the- D core yeah. is better. Now, let me go on record as saying I don't believe that I like the Clifton and Johnson signings. I don't believe that either of those are there. Neither of those guys are top four D. Like we were talking about the D that we wanted the Sabres to go after were the hey, Clifton was out of the lineup in Boston. We were talking too. about the Sabres going after guys like Brett Pesci, Noah Hannafin, Matt Dumba at his best, yeah. stuff like that. Those are top four defensemen. Whereas Clifton is that kind of third pairing. Maybe when he's hot, you can slide him up in the top four. Johnson's a true bottom, you know, sec, uh, third pairing guy. Yeah, he is. So, but did Adams think to himself, two third pairing guys equal a second pairing guy? It's better. It's a hundred percent better if you roll it out with these I, two I guys agree. in the lineup. Yeah, it's no one's arguing it's better. better. It's is it good enough? Is it good it, enough? But do they need good enough? It's still a process. Well, I don't. I think Joe, we're getting yeah. into too much of saying we need the Stanley Cup defensive core. They signed Johnson for a year. It's better maybe than next year they go off and get. You know uh, what I mean? Right. So I don't think that Adams is trying to get the Stanley Cup decor, or else he probably would have been way more aggressive on the top guys that sure. are available. But I think the conversation is what's the goal then? Because if it's not, if it's to get better, is push it miss farther. the playoffs by we missed by one point? Yeah. So is this one point better? Uh, definitely. I was at just going to say that. Significantly. So then it's the playoff team. Potentially. I was just going to yeah. say that. If, 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 if all aspects are the same, if the offense still is, what, top of the, top yeah, couple top in the league in scoring, and if Levi can play better than Anderson and, you know, Comrie, I don't know. That's That was going to be my point. We missed the playoffs by one point, and we know how good the Sabres were up front and how many goals they scored, right? Thompson's sick. Okay. So did these two upgrades on the back end get you a couple of more wins? You have to more think win. so. You have to think so. Absolutely. I, but I think the Johnson, offense has to be plus the growth of power, the continued growth of Samuelson. Quick right? plug, uh, get well soon, Jack Quinn. He had yeah, what Achilles was that about? He, he injured his Achilles during just regular training, that's just tough. exercise. Yeah, he's out for months. Yeah, I mean, that's they what, said four six, to six. Six minimum. Yeah. Six so, minimum? That's what I read. Wow. He'll miss he'll miss the first couple months of the season. So oh, get well soon. Um, we love you. Anyway, so yeah, that those are the two big things. Things so far the Sabres have done. Now the free agency is um, like 36 hours old. So, and there are still tons of free agents out there. I don't think the Sabres are, I don't think we're going to see the Sabres sign another player that's going to be noteworthy. I think anything more that the Sabres do this offseason is going to come through the way of trade. Do you know what I think that they're going to do? Hear me out. I'm just premonition. Sure. Kyler Yamamoto. He signed. Seattle. What today? I missed that as well. Yeah, one, today, one year, one point five. Uh, well, you know what? Patrick uh, what happens Kane. When you work. Nah, we don't. Need okay, Kane. I don't. Hometown boy. I, I don't want Patrick to do Kane. the thing. All right, him. I'm gonna do the thing that I didn't want to do. We we teased it about two weeks ago. and We never did it. Joey, you have a Buffalo Sabers story regarding a free agent. I think you should tell it. Okay, so uh, is this gonna wrap us up? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Because sure. then we can maybe make some guesses on on the Who end of the story. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I was, uh, I am a part owner and uh, general manager of a cafe. Flex. Uh, yeah, bud. Uh, right on beautiful Chautauqua Lake, and we have uh, it's a very high income area. I will say that it's a destination. We have a lot of very wealthy people come through the area. A lot of people from out of town, out of state, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, uh, surrounding areas. Uh, Sabers general manager Kevin Adams owns a piece of property that has a house on it. I presume. As does <laughs> no, he uh, just owns a field. <laughs> he, as does a significant Bills player. Whose name starts with J and ends in Ash Allen? No, that's not. It's not real. It's very. It's not real. That's not confirmed. It's basically confirmed. Continue. I talked to the realtor who saw it with him. He did not because you know why? Do you know why he didn't? I don't know why. Not in the good enough cafe. He was there. (laughs) He was walking the property, and the neighbor on either side of him recognized and ran to him because he was there. We live in an area that's way too big of Bill's country to have someone like him. He yeah. would not be able to sit on his porch without a drone flying up to him. Okay, my bad. But the point is, 
the area attracted Josh Allen. It's a very beautiful area. Chautauqua Lake is unbelievable. If yes. you're local, you know, and if you're not, check it out. It's a All right, gorgeous continue vacation. your story. Kevin Adams own, owns a house uh, about 10 minutes away from the restaurant that I run, and he is a frequent, or I'd call relative, relatively frequent, customer. Uh, I got to see him several times. He comes down uh, just to get away from everything, and so he, he's been down. I've talked to him before. Really cool. Uh, our family's got some connections. We, we've met him before. He's mm-hmm. a, an unbelievable guy. Yeah. So he actually sent down uh, on as number? per. Jake, I do have his number in my phone. Let's give him a ring. If we want, no, I have his number. I'm assuming he has a business phone. No, this is his personal phone. I got it from our dad, who is like actually friends, like like they know each other. And he they've... he remembered my name. Yeah, he knows, kind of knows. All us, right, like to, a so to be clear, we do not talk to Kevin Adams no. over the phone. No, I no. do my, have his number so that I can like tell Joey people. Like Joey just can. said. <laughs> Joey just said we Long have. Long story short, family the reason he definitely why knows Joey at this point. The person yes. we have a very close family friend that are very close personal friends yes. with Kevin Adams. He comes and eats at their home, you know. So we got connected through them. Anyways, Kevin Adams told one Donnie Meatballs Granado about Chautauqua Lake and Bemis Sabres head coach. Sabres head coach. If you are listening to the Sabres segment and you don't know that, now you do. Um, So Kevin Adams, uh, Don Granado asked Kevin, hey, Kev, I'm trying to get away for the weekend. I don't want to go too far from Buffalo. Where should I do? Where should I go? Kevin Adams says, go to Chautauqua Lake. Check out Bemis Point. So I had the pleasure uh, and really cool opportunity to serve breakfast and lunch like five days in a row to Don Granado and had some really cool conversations. At first, I, you know, these guys are trying to get away from their regular lives and get away from work, get away from the media, get away from... So I don't want to be a huge fan and run up to him and bombard him with questions. So... First day he came in, he was incognito, quarter zip all the way up to his chin, hat pulled down, sunglasses, didn't come inside. You know, he uh, had his uh, significant other or someone was with him, uh, came in and ordered and everything. I found out that Donnie Granado is gluten-free and doesn't eat dairy. Of course he doesn't. So, I mean, he's He's too powerful. He's amazing. Um, So anyways... (laughs) That day he came in the first time. I walked out to give him their food, and I said, I don't want to intrude here, but you're Don Granado, right? He, he laughed. He goes, yes, I am. He goes, good eyes. And, you know, I had a really quick witted response that was really funny. I said, I recognize you even without the blue circle glasses. I made him laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, yeah, I just, you know, trying to, trying to keep a low profile. So next day he comes in. I don't really say much to him. And then the third day he came in. Uh, we chatted for a little bit. He told me to grab a seat. We talked a little bit of hockey, and I picked his brain a little bit. And so apparently, picked his nose too. Apparently, the Sabers are going to be in on a quote big free agent. And when we see it, we will know. Thus far, we haven't. But uh, anyways, it was cool. I got to got to talk to Donnie Granado. Got a picture with him. He's shorter than I thought. Cool story. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll see if Joey will let us post that picture to socials. Nah. To let, let the guy have his privacy. Joey's fly was open, and that's why he doesn't want he it. He hates it. His one eye was closed. The other was yep. swollen. Uh, so I, I will just say it's a very cool story. Yeah. I, I was, He's a very nice guy. When Joey texted us all and said, guess who just stopped in the cafe and everything, we were giddy. I was, it was giddy. I was, and then he was came in excited. the next couple the days, next too. Two, yeah. yeah, so he's a recurring customer. Yeah. So Joey's food might be all right. The, the group chat was um, Granada was back again for breakfast. And then Tommy said, you better start trying to get season tickets. You know him well enough. And our father <laughs> said, he must, said he must love the food. Nothing else is worth going there for. <laughs> Tough on Joey. At least I have a good personality. May I say, though, whatever big ticket free agent that the Sabres were, that if this was real that they were in on, the biggest free agents on the market right now, like, like value-wise, are gone. Yeah. Name wise, sure. Jonathan Taves, Patrice Bergeron, Tarasenko, Vlad, Tarasenko Patty Kane, Bertuzzi is gone. Huh? Bro. Today? One year. Where? You don't know? Bro, I Tommy, I He was I, busy today. I worked from like five thirty AM until I drove Todd here. Todd Bertuzzi came back and got signed. Yes, Todd <laughs> no, he's still suspended. <laughs> what Tyler Bertuzzi signed today a one year deal because the agent how much said worth? that they couldn't get a long term deal and the cap's going up next year, so they how much was that one year? Five points five or something like that. It's not Boston. It's not Boston. You want a hint? Uh one hint? Uh Ottawa. 
Close. Very close. Oh, that's silly. Three, Montreal. two, oh. Even three, closer. Two. Toronto. One. How? Toronto. I was trying to do a How do they out. have that cap space? I don't know. They have to sign Aren't they Matthews below too. right now? They let a lot walk. Bunt, they didn't re-sign Bunting. They signed John Klingberg. Left, they yeah. signed John Klingberg, too. Uh, okay. After we get done recording, go I am going free agent to go list. through the free agent list. I have not been on my phone today Saber signed Dustin Tokarski. Should have talked about oh, that. I, I, oh, yeah. yeah that was oh, Malcolm thing. Subban's gone, by the way. Oh. St. Louis. Great national anthem. Subban? Yeah. Yeah. Better than Fergie. Huh. And before Tommy sings anymore... Uh, <laughs> So, Sabres, good draft, uh, development camp coming out. Check it if you have not been to the Harbor Center in Buffalo. It's super cool. Check it out. A lot to be excited about for the Sabres, and hopefully they, you know, increase uh, their offseason by a little bit more, get a couple more guys maybe. And, I don't know, man. Uh, the trade like that, if a trade— got to think they're going to do something be to trade. replace I, Quinn being out for the the first part of the year. Yeah, he's a top-six guy, and he's called, not hot. Yeah, his name is Yuri Coolidge. Yeah. I'm serious, dude. I don't think the Sabres are going after anything anymore. I don't think they're going to sign anything because they have a lot of people to sign next year. They have to I'm lock up power. I would lane. not be shocked if they pulled one of those veteran names for one year because they've done it before. Yeah. There is a hole in the lineup. And what they got to fill the we've hole, talked, man. They need to fill you their hole. You need to fill your holes. We've, we've talked about, about I know fill who they should bring. You know who they should hole. bring back? Honestly, just bring him back. Oh, right, Ryan yeah. O'Reilly. He signed with Nashville. Paul Gustad. <laughs> Wait, you didn't know O'Reilly's? Dude, Tommy, I haven't. That was actually day one. That was yesterday. He okay. signed four I years. was also I was driving for 18 hours. Nashville. So Dimitri Sabres, Orlov signed in Carolina. Maybe, I, who did you uh, say they should bring back? I wasn't listening. Paul Gustad. Maybe the Sabres do something. You know, we'll see. But if not, man, if the young core continues to grow yes. a little bit, they're already going to be better than next. True. So. All right, so we'll talk. I am Jim Kelly. I'm here with <laughs> Thurman <laughs> Thomas and Bruce Smith. We are signing off. One more scene. <laughs> this is Thurman Thomas saying... We're going to do Till a drunk next time. Next time we'll do a drunk version. Make him oh, drunk. that's hilarious. Yeah. I've that's never been drunk, idea. so I can't do a drunk voice. Let's, let's like, actually get drunk and then... Let's do like three Sabres or something, three Yanks. Or a Yankabill and a Sabre. Babe that Ruth, would be Sabre. funny. Babe Ruth, Aaron Judge, and... Babe Ruth. No, no, Babe Ruth. Like a modern... Okay, from different eras. Okay, so Babe Ruth, um, like O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Babe Ruth, O.J. Simpson, and like a random modern-day Sabre... Um, Peyton Krebs. Tyler Ennis. Okay. Okay. Well, Babe anyways, Ruth, OJ, and Tyler Ennis walk into a if bar. If you only listen to the Sabres part of this, we were, uh, Jacob came up with a chat GBT uh, script for some old Bills players. It was really funny. Anyways. Chat GBT will not write a script involving OJ Simpson. <laughs> He was he involved was in a innocent. highly controversial criminal case and convicted of other offenses. It would be inappropate to create yeah, a that, fictional uh, dialogue can including I, that, him. That, can I say that, something? That, that cuts too close to the heart. Can I say something really funny? So we, I just spoke about the cafe a minute ago. So Anybody? we have a machine that spre- uh, does fresh squeezed orange juice. It's really cool. If you have never had it, you should really I try really it. It sounds fan- delicious. Dude, fantastic. So different than anything you'll ever get in a bottle. <laughs> Anyways, we named our OJ machine... Uh-huh. Simpson. Obviously. Yes. And so underneath it, we say killer juice. <laughs> and then below that, it says, don't let the juice loose. Yeah. And then below that, oh, it wow. says, keeps going. Um, oh, oh, wear gloves when operating. Ah. <laughs> There's a toy, uh, like a little matchbox car, white Bronco on top. <laughs> nice job, JoJo. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, if you're listening, um, follow us on social media and stuff. Um, and also give us feedback. Uh, we would love feedback because we were talking about some of that stuff before the show started. You know, how we can make our show uh, more fun and better and more fun and better. A br- ple- I've got some uh, a feedback sports- right now. Constructor Kitterson, less voices. A sports-themed event where legendary defensive... Br- listen, a sports-themed event where legendary NFL defensive end Bruce Smith, iconic baseball player Babe Ruth, and average hockey player Tyler Ennis <laughs> are gathered for a conversation. About something funny, though. Is this a script no. you have pulled up? Yeah, I pulled it up. Right, we'll stay, check it out next time. Stay That's tuned so for the next funny. episode. We are going to wrap this up. Thank you for listening. This was Two Balls, One Puck, and we will catch you guys next time. Jake, Bye-bye. Tommy, have a good night, brothers. You too.